Welcome to the Non-Traditional Teachers Podcast. My name is Dustin Watson. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Remember, you can find the Non-Traditional Teachers Podcast, this very podcast you are listening to, anywhere that you get your podcasts. As I record this, I am in my fifth day of a five-day weekend. Yes, again, I record my episodes a little early just so in case work gets crazy or my specialist degree gets the better of me, I can relax a little bit and Man, I got to tell you, I'm enjoying this and going back to school tomorrow morning is going to be great. I do miss seeing my kids, but it'll also be a little difficult because, you know, sleeping in is pretty awesome. So why did I get five days off in a row? Well, my school has a tradition for President's Day. It's also uh, colloquially known around Marceline as the uh, state wrestling holiday because state wrestling used to be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday affair this year mission, it's infinite wisdom, moved all that. But we had already scheduled our days off around President's Day. So last Thursday, we were scheduled for a half day. And it just so happened early in the morning to ice. Darn. So we took that half day, canceled it. Friday off, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, President's Day, off. Five great days in a row. Which, by the way, if my friend Chet is listening to this, ha 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 ha, that's what you get for sending me uh, uh, Snapchats every time we have a snow day and you have to still go to work. I apologize for my childishness. Anyway, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a look at snow days, why I feel like they're good, why they might be bad, and heck, why we just might need them all together. So, why would I say that snow days are good? Well, let's get the easy stuff out of the way to start. Our number one concern as educators and as responsible human beings has to be for the safety and the well-being and the health of our students and staff. I live in a very, very rural area. I was having a discussion with my 17-year-old daughter, my youngest one, by the way, the other day, and, and she was amazed that what we think, well, or she thinks of as a city, Columbia, Missouri, down about an hour and a half, two hours south of us, is a city, and it's only like 30,000 people year-round. It's a town. But for us here in a town that has less than 4,000 population in a county of 10,000 or less, 30,000 is a really big big city for us. So here in the Midwest, we do prepare for snow. And my district is awesome in the fact that our Board of Education and Superintendents, uh, I'm on my third one in seven years, um, they always build in 10 extra days in our school calendar so that if we have bad weather, we don't have to make up any snow days. Now, I understand that canceling school can be controversial, but ultimately they're necessary. I say that uh, first reason that they've got to be necessary is that, again, safety. In a rural area like mine, we have to be concerned about students coming in from the country off of gravel or dirt roads where, let's just not mince any words, ladies and gentlemen, the, the conditions are going to be very spotty at best 
because again, especially in, uh, I know in Lynn County where I live, it's township-based government. So each township is responsible for the plowing and maintenance of roads. Well, when you've got a township that's only got five families in it and their tax money's not going to be a whole lot, you might not see someone get out and blade roads or salt roads or treat the gravel and dirt roads until three, four days after the initial icing or snowing. And that could be pretty dangerous. Now, I also understand, though, one of my students the other day when we were talking about this, he noted how most of the kids in his mind have gigantic trucks. Not everyone has a gigantic four-wheel drive truck. And, and spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never uh, seen it happen, on ice, all-wheel drive doesn't matter. If it's that slick, you're going off the road if you don't drive right, even with all-wheel drive. As a matter of fact, in my time as a journalist doing police reports and writing about accidents, I probably wrote more about people having uh, winter weather accidents driving all-wheel drive SUVs and trucks because you get overcome. So let's move on to another reason that snow days are necessary. Mental health. Uh-oh. Oh, he's just done it. He has done it. He has he has opened that can of worms. But it's true. A day off once in a while is great for both students and staff. For teachers, we do love our jobs. We're not making crap for money. But man, having that extra day where we can actually maybe do a little prep work or catch up on some grading or do a little research to help us enrich a topic is amazing. For the kids, they can catch up on homework. Not that I think they do. Or they can just relax. We kind of live in a day and age, in my never-ending opinion, ladies and gentlemen, where the current generation of parents have got kids involved in so many different activities where schools honestly kind of taken a back burner. I can't count how many kids used to in my day. Oh God, I'm so old. In my day, kids only missed for the opening day of deer season. And we had, no, I'm just not going to go fully down that rabbit hole. But, but honestly, I have had kids who I look on my SIS and they're sick. I'm using air quotes. And the kids are like, oh no, they're in Texas. Why are they in Texas? Wrestling tournament. Or, oh no, 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 no. Um, they're not here. They're they're not sick. Where are they? Uh, cheerleading competition. Where are they at? Uh, baseball tournament. Softball tournament. I'd have never gotten out for any of those reasons. Okay, and I'm a coach, folks. So we've lost track since we have decided that the only way to keep kids, you know, God forbid, we actually parent them. I guess that's what I'm supposed to do during the eight hours I've got them. Uh, hashtag sarcasm. Uh, We've, we've gotten so caught up in trying to keep them busy so that they don't get any crap that school's taken a back burner and they're just running all the time. I literally had a student when I was a sports writer, um, after her last game pitching as a senior, I'd known the kid forever today, and she came up and she hugged me and she was crying on me. And I'm like, hey, it's okay, you'll be fine. You know, you gave everything you had. And she goes, no, I'm just so happy I never have to play this stupid game again she'd been every weekend for nine, ten months of the year since she was five, traveling to softball tournaments, practices three times a week outside of the normal school schedule. 
we do not give these kids, especially the higher achieving ones, enough downtime. So if we can get a snow day, which forces us to maybe, just maybe, let these kids rest and recover, maybe a little bit more of the knowledge is going to soak in. So I've talked about the positives. So why could snow days be a bad thing? I got a few reasons for you. One, and completely off script here, we got to talk about childcare. For working parents having to either take a day off of work themselves, try to work remotely, which a bunch of companies are trying to get everyone away from now that the pandemic's over, you know, he says sarcastically. That can be a pain, and that can be costly, and that can be very, very difficult, and I completely understand that. Um, and I don't have a solution. I wish I did. Um, you have to be able to manage that. Now, the government does provide child care assistance, and maybe if you're having issues paying for things, see if you qualify. I've seen folks who make way more than me qualify for a lot more help than my family gets, and I don't hate on them for it. It's just they're more willing to deal with paperwork than I am. So let's go with that one. Second reason. This one's back on the script. Lesson planning and buy-in. It is so hard to lesson plan around snow days as a teacher because the weatherman, weather person, meteorologist, however you want to look at it, is the only job on planet Earth where you can be wrong four out of five days in a row and still have a job annoying, ain't it? Apologies to any meteorologists or weather people listening to this. I know you're doing your job and you're a scientist and science, you know, weather changes. I get it. I get it. The other problem we would have, though, beyond lesson planning is just student buy-in. Again, like I talked about in the previous segment, kids today, the parents have them doing four million things that the family has deemed to be more important than their education. And that makes student buy-in already difficult. Now imagine you go to school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have a snow day, Thursday, Friday, you're back. You may as well just get, treat that day like a Monday. And it's hard enough to get kids in on Mondays. So middle of the week, way harder to get them back in. Because all you're going to hear for about the first 10 minutes of every 45-minute class is, why didn't we just cancel again? And honestly, some days you're probably thinking the same thing. Next reason, snow days are bad for the less fortunate. I know I've talked about this before, but it's something we have to consider as educators. It's easy to assume on our end that everyone at home, every kid sitting in front of us, has all the heating and warm clothes and food at the house that we might be able to provide for our families. That is not reality, period. And this applies both rural and urban areas in equal portions. We got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, that school sometimes is the only safe place for some of our students. While we've got them, we feed them, we take care of them, we nurture them emotionally and mentally. But this isn't the case for every student. If you have still not, after listening to all these episodes of my podcast, gotten a hold of Emotional Poverty by Ruby, Ruby Payne, 
you've got to give that thing a read or go to one of the seminars and then read it. It is worth every second of your time. It has to be something that we consider. The emotional strain of these kids who don't have anything, and we assume they do, we have to just destroy that assumption like the assumption that the earth is flat. That has to all be just removed from discussion, and we have to figure out ways to help. Solution? Well, one of the other downsides of these days is our paraprofessionals don't get paid. If we can find a way safely for them to maybe deliver some meals, make check-ins on students on our behalf, especially maybe some of our special education students or some of our IEP cases, that could be very beneficial. We'd have to make sure they could do it safely, but deliver, deliver some food or maybe we could set up some backpacks, some things that we can send home with some kids who we know need the help. And, and if school doesn't get canceled the next day, you know, God forbid we gave them a little extra food anyway just to help them along the way. That'll do it for another episode of the Non-Traditional Teachers Podcast. I mean, all in all, ladies and gentlemen, I think we got to understand that snow days are just a necessary part of life. And I certainly hope that we can find some solutions to help those who might need a little more help during those extra days off. I want to thank all of you for listening. I hope you're finding this show useful. Um, We still haven't gotten any emails or anything to add to a mailbag segment here at the end of the show. Reminder, though, you can always get in touch with me at promoter.mcw at gmail.com. And you can always share the podcast wherever you found it. Rate the podcast. If the rating allows you to leave a comment, please do. And if your comments aren't the most positive, let me know. Shoot me an email. Tell me what's wrong and I'll happily help. But if you got something nice to say, I'd appreciate that too. Thank you again for listening. I'm Dustin Watson, and we'll see you next time.